The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. A leper came to Jesus begging him, and kneeling, he said to him, If you choose, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I do choose, be made clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. After sternly warning him, he sent him away at once, saying to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the word, so that Jesus could no longer go into a town openly, but stayed out in the country, and people came to him from every quarter. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. So we have a couple of stories about leprosy, everybody's favorite topic, I know. And they're the same and at the same time completely different. But they have a lot to do with outsiders and insiders. There are those who are welcomed into the heart of society, and then there are those that society spends a lot of time keeping out. It's not easy. There's a lot of rules that have to be made and identifying certain kinds of people. In fact, a lot of religious history as a whole, including Christian history, involves trying to make lists of people who are to be kept out. Well, that's where particularly the gospel text begins. We have this man with leprosy, and the Bible very helpfully says that that could mean almost anything. But it's something that would have caused him to have to be outside of his community. He wouldn't have been able to live at home. He would have been marked and stamped as somebody who had to stay away. And in fact, if he ever came around people, often they were required to call out their condition so that nobody would accidentally come near them, such that they wouldn't accidentally come into contact with them. These were people who lived at the margins, at the outskirts, people who were, by definition, sick and in need of help, but at the same time, pushed out. We can think of lots of people in our world that might fit into that category. I think the simplest group we think of are those who are perhaps homeless. Walking by, it's hard even to look into their face at times. People who are kept at a distance to be safe. It's interesting how with an economy that's been struggling for so many years, even unemployment can seem like something that's contagious. There are a lot of ways in which we keep people out. Maybe they're ill and physically can't be in our midst. There's any number of ways that we push people away. But in this story, it's interesting. This man does the exact opposite from what's expected. He comes charging into the center of things where he's not supposed to be, goes directly to Jesus because he knows that he can heal him. I know if you choose, I can be made clean. Now, there's interesting language in there. I think of Genesis when I hear what, the, uh, what Jesus says back to the leper. 
I do choose, be made clean. Reminds me in Genesis where we hear, let there be light, and there was light. I do choose, be made clean, and the man was clean. Now there's a transaction here that happens that I think is important. Jesus, in healing this man, reaches out to him and touches him. That's huge. In the first century, hearing that story, at that point, the crowd listening would gasp. You don't do that. One, it's kind of icky. But more importantly, it's something that for a religious leader in particular would have made Jesus unclean. It's kind of an echo of the first reading where Naaman says, couldn't he have just kind of waved his hand over the spot and it would have been fine? Yes, maybe Jesus wasn't supposed to touch him, but he does. Well, now something interesting happens. Kind of like if you could picture that car being washed. The man is now no longer leprous. He's not sick. He's not unclean. But what happens to Jesus? We know that being unclean means that you have to be pushed out of society. You're shoved to the side. You can't be where the people are. Jesus suddenly becomes so famous he can't be in town with everyone else. He has to live outside of town. Just like the leper did. In fact, anybody who came into contact with Jesus, they too risked being unclean. And yet they came to him, as the text says, from every quarter. One of the things that we focus on in this text is the healing of this man, because it's so straightforward and dramatic. But I think it's important to understand in this context that Jesus is taking this brokenness and this illness on himself. Now, for the man who had leprosy to begin with, he obviously couldn't take care of it on his own. But all through the gospel, we see Jesus bringing things on himself and ultimately, in the end, giving it all up to God. When we look at the first reading, we get the exact opposite case in some ways. Naaman is the enemy general, certainly an outsider, but not somebody who's homeless or something like that. He's an outsider who's the enemy, a bad guy. And he is hugely skeptical. The leper went right to Jesus because he knew Jesus could heal him. And Naaman's like, well, okay, let's see. I don't have a lot of confidence in this, but why not? Sure, I've got time. So he goes and then is horribly offended by Elisha because he doesn't show him his proper deference due his station. But he too is healed. The outsider who is broken, who is the least in society, this general who is at the top of his society, those who are skeptical, those who are confident, those who seem to need it, those who don't, all cleansed by God. I think when we look at these passages, we're mindful that this brokenness is universal. 
There is no greater equalizer, I think, than sitting in the waiting room at a doctor's office or in a hospital. All kinds of people are there. Everyone is broken in some fashion. And when we hear this account, we understand that whether we're skeptical or confident, whether we're on top or we're outside, God reaches out to bring in our brokenness that we might live. Amen. If you would please stand.